What's up? This is Draco. And this is Alicia. And you're now tuned in to OD Podcast. Podcast. (laughs) Period. What movie is that from? All right, we on. We on. Baby, we on. Let's talk about you can't do shit for a bitch. They might be the best braids I done did. As soon as I can perfect these parts, it's over and it's done with. Listen, do it like Issa. Are you seen Issa Rae braids? I did. I seen her recently, but I don't even remember what her hair looked like. You know, Issa Rae showed me that there is literally no limit to how you can do your hair when it's natural. I mean, she was, her styles was making up stuff and I, I'm here for it, but I'm just like, oh. Did you see the interview about her? Somebody asked her about her. She said that honestly, she feel like her hairstyle is like her hair more than her. Just be experimenting. All right, what we got? Now your little shoe thing gone. You got you in another room. I'm in a in different corner. I was having a problem. I couldn't find my remote to my um, ceiling fan. I wanted to cut it off because it was making me stuffy. Cut the smoke detector off. Don't trigger it. It ain't went off since the last time it went off on the um, podcast. That was hilarious. It was pissing me. i never forget my Camry. One day I was dropping a friend off at West End train station and my alarm went off. And it was news to me that I had an alarm. On your car? Yeah. Bruh, when I first got my, um, my the car that I have now, when I first got it, me and Zay got the same car at the same time, but we just had different colors. So our keys were similar. Um, just know that I convinced myself that my car was broken because I couldn't turn a key and I was turning a key. It wouldn't go. Literally called roadside assistance and everything. To come to my house and figure out what was wrong with my car, why I couldn't get it, why I couldn't turn it. Come to find out, I had the wrong key. I had that key. When it come to du- <laughs> wait, so you call roadside assistance on somebody else's car? On mine. But so how you get in it though? My door was open already. His door was open already. <laughs> no, it was my car. Oh, but his. But key. I had yeah. I had how did you key. figure that out? I don't know. I don't even remember. I had already called him and everything. Mind you, I had to call him. You just got to fake a suicide when something like that happened. You got to do something drastic to just, like, <laughs> change the subject. Girl, just start throwing tangles in the middle of the street. It was hot outside. I was sweating so bad, like, trying to get the car started, and it was just a lot. Like, no! Was, it was a lot. <laughs> Me and oh cars my don't God. have no... Man, I remember when I got man my first car. Yeah. Oh my god, it just taught me everything. I left my I locked my keys in that car so many times. I'm talking about in the same week. It was to the point where I would call my boyfriend at the time and be like, "Bro, he like you lost your keys in the car." <laughs> For real? Yes. I just wasn't used to having a car. Remember? I don't know if you remember. One of the first places I ever drove was to Little Five Points. It was me and you, and then we came back to my car, and my key was still in the driver door. Like I just wasn't. Having a car was just new. It was just like, oh, this is what people do. Then it didn't help that the driver's door, the key only worked on the passengers. It was a bunch of mess. It just was too much. Now, I've never locked my keys in the the actual car, but let me tell you what I did. Packing my makeup in the trunk, locked the keys in the trunk. Mm, Jesus. And that's why I think a lot of the new cars, right, you can't, it's like technically not possible to lock the keys in the car. I need to be introduced to that life because... I don't like yeah, if you if you gotta push the start, I think, or something like I don't know, but I mean you. not for real because honestly, um my friend, one of my clients slash friends just got a G Wagon last week and she locked her keys in the car the first day because she assumed that you can only lock it. Mm, dang, I I would think a G Wagon isn't new. She must she yeah. must have pre oh, that's because um even she Camry's have that. Dang. That's what I'm saying. Man. Shout out to her with a G wagon though. Who cares if you like a key when you've got a G? <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to me for wanting to um be in for five minutes today. That's hilarious. You know what's so funny? <clears throat> so the when I first started car shopping, I wanted an Audi up and down. I wanted a Q4, and it was just not up for debate. And then um 
something came over me and then I wanted a BMW. No, I think I wanted a BMW first. I just went between all these cars. I even convinced myself to get a Honda Accord because you get so much for so cheap. I mean, a maxed out yeah. Honda Accord is like $22,000. And I'm, I mean, a yeah. Honda Civic. And I'm like, shoot, yeah. why not? Terrence got one. He got one of the new ones and like Unreal. Yeah. Like, um, the new Camry, the new Camry come with um the the charger that you don't have to plug the little hands-free charger where you lay your oh, phone Oh, the cheap charger. Yeah, that's... I mean, that is cool, though, but... I ain't never seen that in a car. Maybe I don't know nobody with no new cars. But... Yeah, you could just lay your car, your your phone down. I like that, but that's only helpful to me if you use the navigation on your smart screen. Like, on the... You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like yeah. a little trade-off. But, yeah, so... um, But, honestly, I'm just going to be shallow and just say that I want to pay for the logo, so... I'm gonna double the price and get something that you know. yeah like i honestly i was looking at i think my my thing is i like the front of the cars and i drive a corolla but my corolla is a newer one so the front of my car looks so like heavy. don't sleep on toyota like i love the front of my car but i do um partially i need a new car i don't need one but i have to get one just because of stuff that i don't need to talk about on here but um, <laughs> yeah we I know so you bought as a front who suck my ass and no um i need to get a new car soon so i've been just looking you know because i'm like you know i've been looking at sports cars for months and i'm like damn i'm looking at the people that drive sports cars and just like me looking at on the highway and i'm like that does kind of look childish a little bit like which ones then because i I feel like challenge i mean chargers are childish to me but that's really um well i wanted a camaro i feel like that's basic and kind of like cheap yeah have you ever served in the military all right <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what the i was gonna reason... get a drop top though but i really like how they look like i, I think the thing is them. because those are just accessible so you see them a lot so it's kind of like they like you know what i'm saying like when charges first came out everybody had one and then the police yeah. started driving them so it's just like but people still yeah. get charges. I say get what you want, but I, what I was telling myself I should do is I should just rent the car I want first. Kind of like, you know, get a feel for it. But I'm pretty sold now that I've been inside the ones I want, the test driving all that. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I, so I was like, whatever. And then my friend got a BMW, I mean, Benz. And so I was like, I like the front of that car. Like, I like how it looks. Now, I went on the, B, the Benz website because one of my friends work at Mercedes Benz and he's like, I can use a discount. So I'm like, oh. Okay, you know, maybe I need to look into it, you know. Those styles just look so grandma. Like, they look like the car that you get once you got a divorce. You know, it's funny. Mercedes used to be that car. I think they really tried to tailor to the younger generation with the A-Class and the CLA. But I, I used to think the same thing. But I like it. And I'm a granny, so... I don't like it. Like, honestly, it's... it's I can't see you riding a Mercedes car, anyway. Not even a G-Way. Me either. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't even see myself in that side, but that's not even me. Like, honestly, I can see myself, in, and I even went to Audi's website. I'm like, this is not me at all. So I definitely would see myself in a Jeep or a sports car. Honestly, I'm, I can't uh, I can't unsee it. Because what else well, is there to get? Like, what what would I get? Like, what I, do I I mean, stay? you can get an SUV. It's a lot of nice mid-sized I truck. I mean, I, I would want a Jeep, but I don't want, like, a truck. I don't know. Like I You can honestly, get a slingshot. No. Smart. I don't car. know. Like no, I don't want a smart car. You should I just don't. go out and test drive. That's really what helped me. Cause I was so sold on the Audi. Then I went and test drove the car that I'm actually about to get. And then I was like, all right, here we go. Here we go. Yeah, and I want a car that feel heavy. Honestly, if I don't get one of them, Try I'm just Tesla. gonna get a Camry. I want to like I'll stick to the Toyota. I don't mind staying in the Toyota family. And if you want something premium, get a Lexus. That's the Toyota family. True, but Lexus is also in this category of retirement. Um, <sighs> That's a shame I, that you associate with success with old. Mm, mm, mm. No, it's just the style of of. Success. I know, no, trust me, I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> it's not. It's not that. Like I'm not. I'm whatever, but. I just don't want, I, for one, I don't want the car to be such like a status symbol. Like, I don't want it to be like, oh, you know, I'm up, so I got this. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's move on. You got a black business of the week? Um, I actually do have one. Let me grab the, um, I just purchased something from them. Um, the black business of the week is a 
it's an actual YouTube channel. It's called Black Femininity. Um, and I follow, I've been following them for about a year now. Maybe No, it was when I lived in the old house. So maybe like two and a half years I've been following them. Um, I don't know the girl behind it. I'm looking on the Instagram page now. Her name is Crystal Alejandro. Um, this is my first time ever seeing her face. I just know her voice. But uh, basically what it is is like a YouTube video that kind of keep. I mean, YouTube channel that just keeps you up on black culture. So it keeps you up on like, where are they now? She does her versions of like, where are they now? Why certain, why she feel like certain people's careers didn't pop off. Oh. Um, her views on like um, uh, female empowerment. Like it, I watch stuff like that because I like to see other people's views on people on stuff like the Kardashians, because for me, um, I'm a person that I'm, I don't want to say a hundred percent support them, but I don't have a, a problem with them and I don't mind watching their shows or whatever. But she does have a different point of view than I do, than I do, and I like to go on her page. But anywho, recently she released some merch. Now the funny part about it is I didn't, I don't follow her on Instagram, so I didn't know that she released some merch. What happened was I was on Instagram and I saw one of my friends. He recorded this girl, and she had like a left eye tribute shirt on, and it looked airbrushed, like airbrushed her face. Oh yeah, on you it. mentioned this a couple episodes ago. Yeah, and I was like, where did she get that damn shirt from? So, lo and behold, he found out where she got the shirt from. He sent me the Instagram page, and boom. She and got it was down. Merch. It's a whole, she got a whole different Instagram account where she has merch. So, Ooh. she definitely has that shirt on there, and I bought it, and it came in about three days. Um, And it's a good quality shirt. She has her own tags on the shirt, so I don't know if she... Um, I mean, obviously, she probably makes them, but you know, most t-shirt lines they just get shirts and you know, print it on there, boom. And I'm pretty sure it's a, it's definitely a screen printed shirt, but she has her own tags on the on the actual shirt. She has like um, the labels, like it's it's so professional, it's nice, and it came in like three or four days, and the quality of the shirt is really good. Okay, so okay. Does she? What other stuff does she? Oh, sorry. Um, she has like um, I'm on the shirt now, on the site now. She just has like different styles of shirts. Like she has like a shirt with like all black entertainers, female entertainers on the shirt. Okay, okay. Then she has some with all male, black male, but it's like '90s entertainers. Then she has so it's like, like tribute shirts. Yeah, she has like a. This is the one I got. Hold on, I'm about to send it to you in the DM, so you can just see it. But I watch her stuff all the time. Like, I really enjoy her YouTube channel. I feel like she does open my eye to a lot of stuff that I don't really know. Or I don't, you know, just from a different perspective. Like, I definitely understand. Like, my thing about it is, like, I don't really cancel people or dislike people just because they say, oh, they stole this or they did this and blah, blah, blah. I need, like, an explanation behind it before... I mean, even still, that doesn't mean I'm going to cancel them just because you do it, but I just need to understand why you're doing that. You know what I'm saying? I think I run into a lot of times people, um, they just following bandwagons. Like, they just like, oh, I don't, you know, I don't like It's repeated information today and they know kind of... Yeah, yeah. They'll be like, yeah, I don't like Jeffree Star. I'm like, why you don't like Jeffree Star? They don't even know. They just know yeah, that I see a lot of that on Twitter. And, you know, I think that sometimes people might be worthy of a quote-unquote cancel, but sometimes people just see a tweet, and if it has a lot of retweets, then they'd be like, I knew it, I knew it. And it's like, it don't take nothing for a tweet to take off. People are spewing false news all the time. Like, it's just... But, um, yeah, I really enjoy her. I feel like when you get a chance to check out her YouTube channel, yeah. I'm looking on her page now. Um, I did watch this video. She has a video called Where's My what happened to Maya Campbell, her mental illness story. And she just kind of broke down like her timeline of like what happened and what could possibly have caused her to have a mental breakdown and just like deep in her, um, you know, stuff that happened with her mom and all that stuff. Like she definitely breaks, breaks stuff down without, you know, without making them look bad. Cause I think a lot of times people look at news stuff and they're like, Oh, she a crackhead. And da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like, but they, actually she, it's more than that. I mean, she could yeah. be one, but there's more to the story. Exactly. So like she definitely breaks a lot of stuff down. Um, so okay. Okay. Her, her channel or whatever. So her YouTube channel is called black femininity. Okay. 
um, Black Femininity TV. And that's that's her Instagram name for her YouTube channel as well. And then her um and then her her merch is Black Femininity Co. And of course, I'll put the information in the information box, the description yeah. box of the episode. And um, yeah, give it a holla 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 holla. holla. But anywho, what you got on Shop Talk this week? Um, today is, uh, when we guys hear this, it'll be yesterday is the first night of the presidential debate. Y'all, please, this is very important, very serious. Please make sure y'all taking the time to understand, even if you know who you're going to vote for, it's very, very important to know what you're voting for and what to expect and what will happen if you don't vote. Okay. And tonight's going to be very interesting. If anybody pays attention to the debates in 2016, I'm pretty sure it will be 10 times worse tonight. Okay. Oh my God. Um, just being honest. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about is tomorrow, the day that you're hearing this. So today is International Podcast Day. I have, I would like to say that my life has personally been changed a lot by podcasts. I've learned so much. I mean, it's just so crazy the things that you can do with a podcast. I know I talk about it all the time, but I'm just a huge advocate for it. It's literally a podcast for everything. If you want to know how to play the piano, believe it or not, you can listen to a podcast. You can learn how to do Excel. You can learn about money. You can laugh. You can cry. You can tell stories. There are people who have books who have made episodes like series out of podcast. I just think it's amazing. So I just want to celebrate all podcasts out there. I have a ton that I'm subscribed to. I mean, literally I listen to them all day while I'm working and the days that I don't have one, I just find a new podcast to listen to and I just add that to the list as well. So, you know, um, let us know what podcast you're listening to and uh, so I can check them out because I want to add some more to my arsenal. I prefer black women, but I also love um, like weird stuff like conspiracies, storytelling, mental health. That's not weird, but I'm just saying as a list. But yeah, so. Um, so see, me personally, I'm not, I wasn't, a, I wasn't big on podcasts, but I will say that it definitely has changed me because I'm, I'm more vocal. I'm able to come on here and just kind of talk and release. And I feel like that's helped me in the long run. Also, just some of the guests that we've had on and then just some of the conversations that we've had has helped me in my life because I'm able to save money and just, you know, things that I that I wasn't taking um, serious before, just thinking that was that important before. Definitely, 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 definitely have changed now just because of podcasts and just like the people that I've been around on podcasts. As well, Listen, so. podcast is the future. If anybody listening, radio is out. <laughs> YouTube is going to be there, but podcasting is one of the few, if not only, ways that you can be entertained anywhere, anytime, doing anything. You don't need a screen. All you need is audio. And I mean, literally, if you look at the numbers of how much podcasting has grown, even since this podcast has been established, people are having beefs over podcast deals now. Like, it's really a big deal. And there are so many people who have not even listened to a podcast yet. They might have seen the app on their phone. They don't really know what it is. But it's such an untapped market out there that people just need to... Find your find your tribe, stay there and expand. Please and thank you. Yeah. And I think that I think the good part about it is too is like it's so many different areas of podcasts. Like you it's so many different um ones and it's you free. Can and it's free. It's and free. It's free. But so. if you want to help us get paid and keep giving you free content. <laughs> Go to audibletrial.com slash odpodcast for a free audiobook and 30 day trial. We will get paid when you get some for free. Why wouldn't you want us to get paid? Do you hate us? Why are you listen to us right now if you don't want us to have money? I'm not even charging you to listen to this. Thank you. <laughs> and that's on Atlanta and that's on Atlanta Public Library. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I'm really excited to see the growth of podcasts. The fact that they've been around since 2007 and they're really just not taking off. I'll say as late as 2015-ish. Like the peak of some, you think about the Reed who's been around for what, seven years. I mean, it's just crazy. And they were doing it when not a lot of black, black podcasters were doing it. Yeah. Heard you sis. <laughs> um, so I think I had one um, as far as shop talk goes. Let's see. Miss Amorjada has turned up, baby. She, she had one of the biggest parties in Atlanta that I've seen in so long. Let me tell you, I have not been busy like that and so long when I tell you I almost couldn't record this week no shade because I've been tired like wait you was doing clients for her party she had three parties and I was doing makeup like to one and two in the morning from the for her parties and that's I started like 2 p.m not only that Atlanta has turned into just Vegas overnight 
and every weekend oh, I don't COVID. know. I'm, yeah, the COVID Vegas, and I don't, I know you don't go downtown that often, but I be having clients that stay at like, um, you know, some popular hotels downtown, like the the Marriott Marquis, mm-hmm. the Hilton, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like hotels that are like, um, not necessarily chill because it's in the city, but not a lot of people stay there. Literally having fucking block parties in valet, bro. Like people. I don't cars like that. out there. Man, imagine having to pull up. I won't even valet. When I'm doing my clients and I go to a hotel, it's mandatory. I put that in my description. Mm-hmm. I have to valet because I carry a chair. I carry multiple bags. Yeah, it I makes sense. So you need to be at the stuff. front door. You don't need to be coming down. Nobody yeah, around. Yeah. Steps, well, elevator. I definitely valet. I don't, I don't do it when I go there because I don't feel safe. Like, I don't know if I'm giving my car, my car keys to the valet person or... <laughs> Somebody who <laughs> robbed the valet man. And no. <laughs> That's how bad it is. I but, honestly don't like that. I'm sorry. I'm sure they're having fun, but I mean, dang, I just seen they were shooting at Cheetah the other day. Yep. I don't like, honestly, I I'm, I'm, I'm all for having fun and black boy, black girl joy, but I want to feel safe too, people, because sometimes them fun crowds can go left. Yeah. But um, Marjorie had probably one of the best birthdays I've seen in a long time. She had a, um, she had a party. I forgot the first party because the second party was just so elaborate. But her first party, um, I don't even remember what it was. But the second party, she had a Jordan theme party because she turned 23 and it looked so fire. I was supposed She's to supposed go. She's supposed to be but... so young with so much life experience. Yes. I feel like she should be turning like 26 or something. No. Nope. She had a, a lit Jordan party. I'm sure everybody's seen it on the internet. When I say mm-hmm. you from out of state was like, damn like jada party yeah, little baby showed out if he threw that too i know he threw her that trip yeah. when she went to um what island she in Caicos right now or well, maybe they're back question did she What's choreograph up? the little dance that they was doing <laughs> no jada used to be a cheerleader so she easily caught on to that that little video and she was doing that would it seem like you know how majorettes be like one the, the captain to do one move and the rest of them i swear she was keeping up with them like she was in the darn the, the studio she, with them she was going i'm listening that actually inspired Zayda book the trip to what you call it because they was having so much fun. They was having dancing contests. Like they was kids. They was having karaoke. <laughs> so now he want to do that. I'm actually with it. So I don't care. But Jada, shout out to you, girl. You had one of the best. Listen, that's a random age. 23 years old and you, ha- you turned up like that? Yeah. And she actually inspired me to get a Jeep too because I was, I was off the Jeep for a little while. But her Jeep was too tight. It was I'm like, cute. You know what? I, I went grocery shopping it, and I think I saw her at Kroger. I saw that car. I saw a pink Jeep with the pink tires and everything. That's hilarious. You know the cool thing about Jeeps, little baby got her that, and he can't be called cheap because Jeeps are timeless. Timeless. Yeah. Um, so cute. He also got beautiful. her three cars. He got her. I want to say he got her more than one car for her birthday. Oh, she. That wasn't it. Listen, I can't lie. A, the thing is, if I do, if a dude like little baby is treating me like that. I'm going to have to cry in the Jeep, the race. Yeah. The, like, because my thing is, when you that young and you getting treated that way, it's kind of like, you know how you be in relationships, ideally, you upgrade each time. Yeah. When they doing all this, it's like, okay, um, <laughs> do yeah. I just keep getting cheated on or do I just find a nice man yeah. who, who's my She got a nice house too. I've watched a few of her YouTube videos. Um, Sad to say, I love her. I like Jada. I like, you know, just how precious. But her YouTube videos are boring. Um, so I, People I, have I, said I, that she doesn't have any personality. Yeah, they are very boring. But her house is really nice. I, I was just watching it, and she went grocery shopping. And she put, she was, like, getting out of her car. And I I saw her putting, like, groceries inside of her elevators. I'm thinking, like, oh, she lives in an apartment building. This girl got an elevator in her house. Tried it from the garage she put she she got on the elevator and it took us to the kitchen i said i actually was looking at some townhouses on moreland that had elevators and they were like regular townhouses and to me it was kind of like drastic because i think it was just like three floors but i was like you know what i hate carrying groceries up my steps elevated me honestly that would be the only thing um that i would use that for because i've become really lazy because of cars and the convenience yeah so um now that I live in the city, haven't moved in yet, but um, now that I live in the city, I think that I'm going to invest in a bike and I'm going to walk. Like, I definitely, like, the location yes. that I'm moving to, I'm definitely close to a Target and a Publix. All these groceries. I love I'm going to walk. I'm going to walk. I love a walk. You know, I walked from the entire place to my house the other day. Yeah. And you <laughs> almost died. 
No, I didn't. I just almost passed out. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. You was you was going off, but yeah. Um, but yeah, like I, I definitely need to get more active. I want to get back in because I I noticed that when I was riding a train and a bus, I definitely was smaller and I was more active. Like I was Me able- too. You on your feet more, right? And you don't have time to sit down and check the refrigerator every five seconds. So I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm definitely gonna get back into that. But shout out to more Jada. That's what that was one one of them um i don't really have anything else besides the fact that bryson tiller is releasing the album on friday which i'm excited about um mulatto and flo millie are both nominated for bt hip-hop awards so shout outs to them and what else pumpkin spice is nasty pumpkin spice is tea i don't know if it was because i worked at mac and we were like number one customers of starbucks but i love pumpkin pumpkin spice um like lattes i tried a pumpkin love. spice latte the other day and it tastes like pumpkin. It. And I hate when I think somebody brought sweet potato pie and it's pumpkin pie. It's also, a special place in jail for y'all. Also, last one, because I we I just had a debate about this with um my roommates. Um, we brought up the fact with about the, the situation that happened today with Lisa Ray and the bread, right? So do you feel because this is the thing for me. I'm a, I'm a very non-confrontational person, especially when it comes to stuff that is public. Um, I feel like when people do that, they're looking for a show. And I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? People react different to stuff. And I understand that everybody is different. But for me, I'm an adult. I'm grown as fuck. I'm not in high school no more. I'm not in college. I'm an adult. Like, I'm, I'm living in adult life. There's no reason that I should, especially somebody that, is blood to me that's her blood sister you know what i'm saying like i understand that she was surprised and or whatever that um she showed up on a show and they haven't talked in a couple months i just feel like she did a lot like, and i didn't i don't like how she cussed everybody out i don't like how she was talking to the brat on camera she could have simply said and i even watched wendy williams and, and that cuckoo nut even was saying some shit that i'm like oh, exactly that's how i felt but she was saying like you know it could have been a Thank you for giving me that conversation. We, um, you know, we have other issues outside of this, so we we will talk briefly when we get off air. And I feel like that was fair because I mean, y'all adults and y'all blood. There's no reason that y'all should be talking to each other like y'all in the streets, especially in front of other people. Like I just don't believe in it. So I saw a clip from that, but it was very cringe, so I cut it off. So you can watch, you can get through it. Some stuff is just too awkward. I'm like, this is weird. I couldn't look at it. So I watched it up until her saying, thank you very much, even though I ain't talked to you in a free, few months. And I was like, oh, gotta go. <laughs> yeah, she went off. It was so many emotions was, at one time. Somebody, somebody said that y'all need to watch the whole thing because everybody was wrong except for Lisa Ray. Like, do you, do you feel like she was like, all right, who knows? Do you feel like she, the brat was wrong for surprising her? Um, I don't think that she was wrong for surprising her. Um, I do think that, you know, maybe they should have had a conversation off air, but I think that what, I think that from DeBrat's point of view, um, I don't know for sure because I don't know her, but, um, I feel like she probably was coming from a place of like, um, this is a way, this is one of my ways of reconciling. Like, let's start here. You know, they like, wanted like me to come being on generous. here. Yeah. And it could have been something thoughtful and like, you know, I want to publicly wish my sister a happy birthday and we haven't seen each other in a long time or talked to each other in a long time. And I want to, you know, come here and do it. And then we can go from there to discuss our issues and deal with it from there. But obviously it wasn't received that way and it went left. Yeah. I think for me, it would be, it would have to depend on the situation. If it was one of those situations where we fell out over something stupid, like you dropped my orange juice and then left a drop in it and threw the top away. Okay. Let me just reconcile. Okay, girl, you are, <laughs> but some things to me, I, 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 I just something to me, sometimes it depends on how big the situation is. You kind of forcing me to accept you by coming here on live internet i guess you could say so okay. when you know the role you played you know okay. what I'm but it just depends okay. on what the situation was because who knows you know it kind of makes me feel like what offset and um london on the track did like when offset came on stage while oh, parties he came running. on stage yeah and then same thing so it's kind of like one of those situations where like you forcing me to take you back because now you got the audience chanting you people saying oh and all that they think it's kind but they don't really know what's going on 
Yeah. And I don't like that. I want to. I, I want to make the choice because that's how I feel, not because I'm pressured. Okay. Well, um, I really didn't talk. I talked because of day. So um, I've had a few conversations over the last couple of days about certain things, um, and it brought me to the topic of pretty privilege. Um, and I wanted to talk about it today. So, for starters, do you feel like it exists? Because some people, um like to say oh that's not true but a lot of people it's absolutely true so um yes i absolutely believe in pretty privilege i believe in tall privilege short privilege you know what i'm saying um so and i think a big example is that it's pop culture there's a lot of stuff that some celebrities do and they get drugged mm-hmm. for it and if another artist or a celebrity does it it's like widely accepted i wish i had a good example for you right now but i see it all the time on the shade room um i have a good example for it um let's say you bang some kanye west pretty privilege um that's not necessarily pretty privilege but that's definitely sexist because i feel like kanye west has done way more damage than azalea banks even though she got motor mouth and she talks out of turn but i noticed that when kanye says shit and he blurts shit out they always revert to the mental health like immediately and not everybody not everybody excuses it but a lot of times like i see like oh he needs his meds, da, 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 da. but my thing is, I'm like, they kind of have the same approach to stuff, you know? And it's like, okay, so are y'all doing this because she's a woman or what? Because she be saying some out-of-time shit, but so does he. But I can understand that. I mean, I know it's not really an example of pretty privilege, but I do think that, number one, Kanye has been, he has established himself as iconic no offense Doesn't to Azalea matter. Banks no I'm just trying to I'm just saying this is why people probably lean more towards accepting him more than they do to Azalea Banks like for me the only time I've ever known anything about her is like antics but I think yeah. for a long time Kanye he had antics but it was more so in the favor of us and mm-hmm. so people kind of were driven to him and they love his music and it's just he's doing this he's starting these labels putting these people on he's speaking up for black people he called out the president of the United States so people are like yeah 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 and then when it comes to azalea you know people can like pull up these pictures of her where they feel like she did she wasn't necessarily attractive they can be like oh she she only got these kind of songs she don't really make this kind of music that appeals to us so she's not like one of us so when it comes to them doing the same kind of thing people still are attached to kanye and the image that he's created before thinking that they're gonna get it back versus somebody like her who they feel like it's easy to pick on because she has always been doing this kind of thing like she's always she hasn't really created her because like, i feel like if jay-z started going out on a rampage he would be getting the treatment that kanye is getting people are still going to follow him they're going to call it mental health but they're not going to be like oh he's got to go he's crazy he on drugs it's because they have kind of built an image and garnered the attachment and the support from people to take up for them no matter what i mean look at trump he had become a president no matter what he does people will accept him for no matter i just think it depends on the image that, they, that has preceded them no i agree i understand that um but actual pretty privilege. Let me give a, a better example then. Because that wasn't a good one, obviously. But that didn't have to do with pre- being pretty at all. So the conversation came up because of plastic surgery. And uh, we were just, me and the person were just having a conversation about, like, why we think that people get plastic surgery and why it's so big. Because I think now I'm seeing so many people that are under age. 21 who aren't who aren't finished developing they haven't had any kids or nothing but they want surgery and i remember at one point black it was very rare that black women had plastic surgery outside of breast implants yeah like nothing um, that was obvious was going on like that yeah like I, I i don't remember women getting like lip black women like getting lip fillers and all this other stuff like this is very new for me and i think for everybody but now even looking at like um Summer Walker. Summer Walker had her nose tapped, lips tapped, cheeks, her titties, and her ass. Like she just got her, you know, her full reconstructive situation, like Claremont twins. Um, I feel like nowadays people aren't even looking. I'm not necessarily saying they don't, they're not looking to be um they're not looking to be pretty. But when you have that type of stuff, it's almost like a status symbol or like something associated with being rich and and being of high quality. Because even when I talk to straight guys, sometimes I ask them, I'm like, do you prefer women who are natural? Do you want them to be surgeon? I'm like, honestly, I ain't gonna lie. I like the fake look. Like, I like that. I feel like 
that's a badass bitch. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, it doesn't look good though. Like not all the time. Like it looks Yeah, it's can- to the point where they see a woman who's like skinny, like typical skinny or like natural, and they're like telling her to get like I've seen people like tell Regine to get her titties done. I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, and it's like to the point, so now she's not this not her, but now a woman is not attractive because she doesn't have this like augmented body. I remember a while back you sent me um I can't remember her name, but she used to date Bow Wow. But um, she was saying that she doesn't like the natural look. This is a beautiful Dominican girl. I'm just like, girl, what? So are you saying the privilege yeah. is in the hands of people that get surgery? Yeah, in that, in this case, I feel like the privilege is for people who get surgery because I feel like um, the moment that people who have those like um, those like Barbie doll looking looks and bodies when they do stuff, especially people in, in the media, when they do certain things or when they say certain things, whether you know them or not, it's kind of like brushed off because of how they look like dudes are still fuck with them because they like, you know, oh, she's still bad, blah, blah, blah. Like even with situations like cat stacks, like she was so messy, but dudes was still fucking with her because, you know, she had that fake look. Now, if you look at women who are in the industry like Ari Lennox and people who don't have those type of things, anytime they want to speak up about something or um, may say something out of turn, it's like they're getting chastised to the point where they're like, don't want to want to talk to people no more and don't want to be online. And it's like weird. It's like, how are y'all letting people just because they look a certain way get a pass? And I don't know. I, it's just weird that that everybody isn't able to be themselves just because of the way they look. And I feel like that revi- that turns people around to make it seem like, okay, now I got to get this because they won't listen to me. They won't look at me. Guys don't pay attention to me because I'm not in this category with them. Yeah. Uh, I even feel like that when it comes to like, um, clothes, like outfits and this, like certain people's style, I feel like, people don't look at certain people if you don't have it especially living in a city like atlanta where labels are like top tier like that's the thing to have and the thing to do it's like it's like you get more respect almost when you look a certain way yeah but why though because people put value in things like that they feel like if you get something that's not accessible then you must be somebody that i need to be around when i um like okay when i think of pretty privilege I, i don't know why i didn't think about like physical body but i do think about like looks and um, I I think that there like if I wish I wish I don't want to say like this particular ugly person, but there have been people there like okay oh this is a, a an example okay, um so during the Lifetime series on surviving R Kelly the lady I think her first name is Cynthia she was one of the founders of the Me Too movement, and according to like standards she is not pretty okay, okay. um like her face has not not necessarily some deformities but she has like some like i guess some markings from maybe chicken pox i don't know something she has a skin condition or what it appears and so people were just like uh-uh i know that ain't the me too lady girl ain't nobody mess with you Da-da-da-da-da. but if this had been somebody like lala vasquez or you know and i'm just naming people who we consider very attractive then they would believe her but because this lady wasn't was considered a standard of beauty now what she said is not valid or now people want to make fun of her when it's not even about that people have people everyone is accessible um Another example is, um, you know, even for me, I've called myself using "quote unquote" pretty privilege to get jobs. I'm just gonna be honest. I was you. actually about to ask you about that because yeah. I mean, I, I've never worked in corporate America, but I know that I've heard, I've overheard of situations where, like, um, people who genuinely like come to work and get them and have on makeup and they have it on like nice outfits and hair and ju- you know jewelry, whatever, opposed to somebody who don't care about stuff like that, but they just come into actual work and do whatever they get treated differently. Yeah. So I will say, I personally think it has a lot to do with the industry you in for me. Okay. So a lot of the people I work with have like a geeky look per se, um, I already wear okay. glasses. That's enough for my geek checklist. But they have a geeky look. They wear like you know very tailored outfits. So for me, I don't necessarily like. I don't wear makeup in interviews. I always feel like makeup is a little bit doing too much, and I don't want to feel uncomfortable, especially for interviewing with a man. Like I've definitely been interviewing with a man that has been flirting with me. So I will try to draw the line a little bit, but I always want to look cute in a sense. Like hair very nice, glasses very nice. I feel in my eyebrows if I have to just be like cute. Like oh okay, you know what I'm saying. But if somebody comes in, like I've seen people. Um, I mean, I know people who have 
had troubles finding a job and something sometimes in my mind I'm thinking I wonder if it's because they judge on how they look like if it I mean I like okay like bad posture or don't dress as nice like it's some things like people will totally forget your accolades and your credibility when you don't look attractive to them when it should not be about that but I feel like it's almost not even intentional people are driven to things that excite them or things that make them like feel good I guess you can say it's like when people post these pictures of babies like oh look at this beautiful baby this is gonna be my child it's like why why your child just can't come out looking like you or my baby gonna be this and now you post to other people's kids and your child's not gonna look like that and now you can end up like putting that on your child like raising them because that you want them to look like this instagram curated image that you've been obsessing over i feel like that that i have that problem in my industry as well because i am in the beauty industry and its focus is on looking beautiful you know so like people who are um hairstylists or makeup artists especially guys um and girls let me not put that on just men but um i can only speak for myself like i'm not the typical guy like i don't look i don't have abs i'm not (coughs) extremely tall you know what i'm saying like i don't have perfect teeth but somebody who does have it i ain't gonna like single nobody out like that but you know i'm pretty sure you've seen like hairstylists who really care about their image and they look like ken dolls like perfect they definitely get booked and treated differently because of that. Like, yeah, because people probably think, like I used to think, if the hairstylist hair ain't done, that she can't do hair. <laughs> but yeah. in reality, if your stylist booked and busy, she ain't got time to do her own hair. Yeah, that's exactly the the case. And even in situation when it comes down to pay rate, I noticed that um, there's a trend that even if it's somebody that um, if somebody doesn't look as attractive, or if they feel like I'm not coming to work wearing Dior bags and Dior shoes to work in that they won't accept my rate. Now my work could be way better, but they won't accept mine because they're probably looking at me like, bitch, you don't charge this. You don't give that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not what we give, but they won't question somebody else who does, who just because they have that image. Cause the assumption is that they already getting that kind of money clearly. Yeah. I have a friend that's a real estate agent and I think she drives like a Toyota. I don't even, honestly, I don't know what she drives. She doesn't drive like a luxury car, but she was even telling me that like when you're a real estate agent and you go to see properties with your clients, if you don't have a really nice car, they kind of look at you as like not being a good realtor. Like it don't look like you got, like, you know, realtors obviously make great commissions off of selling properties, but your car, because that's how they meet you riding around and looking at properties is how they determine your success. Like, oh, if you're driving a Beamer or a, a Bentley or whatever, but you oh I know you selling houses I know you doing one is really not about that so she has to get she's going to get a new car because she's been feeling like people like clients have like looked at her differently because she drives an economic car yeah and what's crazy is I can I can I can understand that now I don't I think it's wrong but all the realtors I've ever worked with drove Lexus Beamers like they drove really nice cars but and I think it does is because you want a realtor that's good, quote unquote, when in reality, you just want somebody that knows how to ask the right questions. But you you see that and you know how much houses cost, you know, oh, this is going to be the one to close the deal. Yeah. I um Also, just to take up for people who, who benefit from pretty privilege, um, I also see people chastising certain things from people because of that. And I feel like, honestly, they can't help the way they look, especially if they were born like that and they didn't alter their stuff. But even if they did, that's their business. That's how they wanted to look. You know, that's nobody else's business. Um, But I don't want it to be a thing where like, um, people are chastising somebody just because they benefit from pretty privilege. Like that has nothing to do with them. If somebody's offering me free food, they're offering me a bag or they're offering me something else just because off the way that I look, am I not supposed to take it if I want to? <laughs> and there's anything wrong with taking advantage of, I mean, just like people who like white people have white privilege. It's okay. You have white privilege, but you need to acknowledge that privilege and know when it is harmful to other people. Yeah. Like you don't just like, you know, to have pretty privilege doesn't mean like, like it's so, like, okay. Like you said, you don't choose to be white. You don't really choose to be pretty. I mean, you can do things to doll yourself up, but some people have are born with natural features. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. That's a benefit. That's great. I I think I have black woman privilege. You get what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, yeah. so I think that I don't think there's anything wrong with having it and using it, but you need to be responsible about it as well because it's like, all right, let me chill. Like, I'm not going to shove my weight around here because I know what I got. Let me just be fair and be a decent human being. But I mean, oh, well, I mean, I, oh, well, I don't want to sound like selfish, but 
I made my if I want something to work in my favor, I make myself look attractive. If I'm going on a hot date, I'm finna look good for my man. Yeah. I want I want that lobster tail, baby. I don't want no shrimp dip. Now, how do you think that people can prevent from like being depressed about that type of stuff? Because I feel like people in friend circles, like, what if you have a friend that benefits from pretty privilege? And how do you present how do you prevent what do you think that people should do to prevent themselves from not being uh number one a hater and number two getting (laughs) depressed because honestly that could probably send somebody in a depression because it's just like why am i not they're comparing themselves you know honestly it is going to be such a textbook answer but you really really have to love yourself honestly you have to really look at yourself and and this is and this is why i'm saying this it's like there's always going to be somebody that looks better than you and i might i don't think i'm unattractive so it might be easy i might be using privilege pretty privilege by giving this advice but one thing i do will say i wasn't always secure about myself i didn't always find myself attractive but i had to really like get to know myself and find things about myself that I really did like and I was like overlooking like you know um like just things that you that you contribute like your knowledge your your ability to do certain things your skill set the way you dress the way you manage things I think you just have to really become comfortable with who you are and just don't compare yourself to people around you because there is always a better b-i-t-c-h always it just always would and it shouldn't just be about that looks fame because i think that people put too much value in looks sometimes like to be honest and it's gonna sound like i'm being a hater but a lot of these women or girls that are very attractive don't really have much else to offer besides their looks so when you get yourself wrapped up in that comparing yourself and at the end of the day you really got a lot more going on than you giving yourself credit for a lot of these girls don't have to be smart all they have to do is use their looks and they twerkaholics to get the bills paid and that's okay get it how you live that's her using her pretty privilege but i'm just saying that there are some things that she is insecure about as well and she just has the attractiveness to cover that up when in reality so sleeping on a snuggie you get what i'm saying oh my god I just want, I just think that, I just think that you should just find things, just become, get to know yourself better, love yourself. That's really all I can say. I know people always say, until you love yourself, you can't love nobody else, but that doesn't, that never makes sense until you love yourself. So you just need to spend time alone, get to know yourself and realize the qualities that you truly have about yourself. And you will realize all the time, like looks literally do not matter. It literally is not, listen, you can still, you can still pull, you can still get a man. Trust me. Okay. I think the one of the craziest things is when people um, assume, like how you said earlier, like um, that certain people don't be pulling certain like types of dudes or celebrities or athletes or whatever just because they feel like they're unattractive to them. Like she ain't talked to that man. She she's Do overweight. Or the girl she who accused her. accused Usher of giving her herpes, the big girl, and now yeah. all of a sudden he got Usher got to be innocent. Yeah. Like it just doesn't Somebody make sense. That happens all the time, but real in reality, you just never know what because people get tired of every, the same shit all the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And sometimes they mm-hmm. venture out, especially people with money. I don't know what it is, but they always just end up in really weird situations, in my opinion. But realistically, like I feel like they just get tired of the same things and they want to try other stuff. Yeah, when you have the ability to literally do what you want, then you do what you want. But I also think that attractiveness is subjective and sometimes it's more than a yeah. look. You can be talking to somebody who you never thought you'd be talking to because you like their personality. And yeah. next thing you know, y'all in a parking lot somewhere and you're pregnant. You know what I'm saying? So it's like... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, people... But you know, people, you can't... Like, there is literally so much more to life. I mean, it's just not... to me. It's just, it's just not that serious. I mean, attraction is subjective. And it's like what is your standard of beauty? Like what, what is even attractive? You get what I'm saying? When they say beauty is an eye of the beholder, it really is. It's just not, it's just, it's just so interesting. That's all I can say. And it's so funny because even when you think about features and stuff, I think, um, somebody, I can't remember who it was, but I feel like somebody said that they didn't like Ari Lennox's nose and they were calling them anti-black for saying they didn't like her nose. But then the other day y'all roasting P nose. It's like, is it because you think that he's not attractive? Because to me, he's not even an ugly dude, but because of who he is, is that why y'all feel like, oh, now we can talk about his nose? But that's still anti-black if you really want to take it there. Mm-hmm. It is it, very anti-black. I hate, honestly, I even hate talking about it, but I hate the fact that people, um, especially black people, chastise black features. Honestly. Love yourself, man. And especially you know coming from a person that grew up getting teased about my big ass lips and, you know, my ears and stuff like that. I'm like, 
now that I'm older, this is what people want. I mean, they did want to dance, literally, too, but realistically, like, I remember when big butts was considered fat. Like it, like even white girls used to call it ghetto booty, and now they're getting the same kind of bodies. But you're right, though. The thing is, people gotta. That's why babies raising babies. If you have kids, when you're actually ready, maybe you have the ability to put these type of things in, in, you know, in the universe for your child. Let your child explain to your child you are beautiful. You know what I mean? You are gorgeous. You have beautiful black lips, beautiful black nose, beautiful black eyes. You don't. You're not. It's not based on European standards because that's really where all this comes from. They want everything smaller and slimmer, and it's really based on a white person's physique. That's really what it is. Well, honestly, I don't see it. No shade. Me either. I mean, I love my black. Now, I, I hate my flat booty. Don't get it twisted. But if I get some work done, it's because I want to I wanna be like the rest of my black sisters. <laughs> Can I oh get a witness? Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I feel it. I mean, I'm, I've learned to stop surgery shaming because I definitely was a person that did it. Because, I, I mean, I personally just didn't understand the reason why. But I I can't dictate what other people's other people do to their body. I sure, think that for me, I just sure. want people to be safe. And I also just want people to just be honestly comfortable in their own skin because I feel like we're taught and to like now, like people just chastise you for certain things. And it's just like, why can't she just love herself for who she is and what she got going on? I think that a lot of people assume that if people get a bunch of body done, they're insecure. It could be a sign of insecurity, but I think that it's possible to love yourself and still get work done. Like it's just like buying really nice clothes. Like, okay, if, if that means I'm supposed to just wear cloth diapers every day, I want to wear certain things that like bring out my, my, my features. You know what I'm saying? Why did you have to use cloth diapers? Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anywho. More of the story is do whatever it takes for you to love yourself, whether you get surgery, don't get surgery. Um, you know, just love yourself, find it. Yeah. Um, and don't allow people to dictate how to live your life, don't allow people to make you feel bad for the way that you look, how you were born. Everybody's unique. You have, you have, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you at the end of the day, somebody gonna love you for it. Yeah, and guess what? If you have pretty privilege, use it, sus, but be fair, be be realistic. If you know that you're getting a higher advantage of people for absolutely no goddamn reason besides your looks, open the door for the other ones. <laughs> Not the other ones, for others. <laughs> oh, my God. Open the door ain't nothing for me. wrong with it because I put my people on, okay? Yeah, no. I'm, I just got so much going on that my brain is just... I have 60 tabs open in my head, like trying to deal with work, trying to deal with family situations, trying to move, trying to think of furniture, how I want to even decorate my house. Oh, Lord. The furniture is going to be the longest Um, part. Just take your time. That's all I can say. um, I have an idea. I have a really, like, dope idea of how I want to decorate. I've never, out of all my places that I've lived, I've never just spent money on decorating i just got stuff just to have it like i know that i can't have a house without a couch so let me just get a couch and it's never been like a couch that i've just been in love with it's just been like a couch that is comfortable and it's cheap listen if you can i know you talked about it but invest in a weighted blanket i'm getting it when i move i I couldn't sleep last night and i put that thing on who ain't wake up at 12 o'clock today? I just went. For real? <laughs> no, not for real. But I was just very, very calm. It was just, it was just a whole different, like. I'm going to get one because I sleep with two. I sleep with a fleece cover that's kind of heavy. And then I sleep with a comforter on top of it every night. I can't sleep without it. That's me. So I usually sleep with like three comforters. But now I just sleep with my comforters and I put the weighted blanket on top of that. But anyway, all right, let's wrap this thing up. I got got to get this edited before the debate comes on. All right. And I got to sleep <laughs> all right oh, um let me i can start recording well bye y'all bye